Uh, oh, Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 118 of the Off and Beat podcast. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. For all the new followers, I'm excited to introduce you guys to this blowing. This pod is blow, blowing up. I'm not even exaggerating. Uh, but before we start and I get into some things, uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow the podcast on all that, put the notification bells, and most importantly, guys, suck some titties, and recording this exactly at 6.30 a.m. on Monday, February 28th, 2022. Um, oh, by the way, I didn't realize till last week when I was watching something on YouTube and they, the show, they always put the dates at the top. I realized on February 22nd, it was literally 2 slash 22 slash 22 as the date. And I realized something like, holy shit. That literally can only happen every 11 years. Do the math on that one. Um... But yeah, so uh, this pod, for one, uh, the title, in case you've already read it, the title of today's pod is February Roses Have Withered Away. Yes, that is the title of today's pod. Why is that? Well, I was uh, my inspiration for... Finding out some something, or at least a reminder, because you know I've, I've been on this earth. I've accepted the calendar that I've just been given, because you know, I, you know, we've protested, we've uh, we've gone against the grain as this uh, malignous generation. But one thing we haven't questioned is just why the fuck is there only twenty eight days, or every four years twenty nine? When you want to have a little expansion, uh, take a leap on that one. Oh, Jesus, already. Uh, but yeah, so earlier I was, uh, I was, I was making, a, I was, uh, scheduling something, right? So I went on my little calendar on my phone and I realized like, holy shit. It's like, oh fuck. It was the 27th at that point in time. And I'm like, holy shit, tomorrow's. And then, holy fuck, March 1st is fucking Tuesday. Why is that a big deal, right? Typically, whatever. Except, ah, shit. All my bills come out that day. And it's a couple days earlier than thought. My check comes next couple days. Whatever. Now this is that big of a deal. It's fine. But it's just like, ah, Jesus. It's just another... It's like, alright, first of all, for the month of February... Sorry, I know I've been ranting a lot about renting recently. For the month of February, yeah, I feel like I should get two days less charge. I don't know. Crazy thought. But whatever. Fuck me, right? Or us. But so I was uh, I was like, why? You know, uh, we, we just ex- I just accepted that February It's just less, right? It, it's really like going for the lunch special at any place you go to where they charge half as much or you get the quote-unquote lunch special. And then you get the food, and it's like, ah, well, I see why you only charge $6.99 instead of $11.99. There's barely any fucking food on this plate. It's not the same. It's like my whole half sandwich rant from Panera Bread. Any of these lunch special places where I'm paying predominantly the same price for half a sandwich, and you throw a stale bag of kettle fucking chips, potato, With sea salt, 90% reduced fat, whatever the fuck that means. And, oh, here's some apple slices. Oh, and here's a drink that's a $2 additional charge just to get some hibiscus tea. Because, apparently, they don't have fucking sweet tea at Panera Bread. But whatever, not the point here. Uh, February roses have withered away. I gotta keep telling myself to remain on the theme. So, like, you know what? I'm going to do you guys a favor. Apparently, oh, by the way, for the episode 117, I see a chandelier. That pod starting to get a little traction too. Couple 
300 plays. Just throwing it out there. The Sam Hunt Cynical Lover Boys got 500. I had 400 plays today. Shit's fucking insane. Your boy's killing it. All timer. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, back to the back to the scene of the crime. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do you guys a favor. Maybe some of y'all know this, but I highly doubt it because it's not something that's ever been talked in my circle. So I looked up why are there only 28 days in February? Of course, it showed up in my Google Trends because you know why? I make Google Trend. Oh Jesus! So I'm gonna read this. This is from. Britannica.com. So stay with me here, guys. All right. Each month in the modern Gregorian calendar consists of at least 28 days. That number would be nicely rounded to 30, were it not for February. It ain't February, bitch. While every month besides the second in the calendar contains at least 30 days. I think, yeah. February falls short with 28. Already established that. And 29 a leap year. (coughs) So why is the most widely used calendar in the world so inconsistent in the lengths of its months? Well, I mean, it's not just the most widely considered calendar. It is the calendar. No matter where you go, they all use the same calendar. Except I think China, like, technically you're born. When you're born, I think you're one years old. Or is it... You or is it either you're born at one years old or you're literally born at one year? You actually zero. Are you a year behind or a year ahead? I think probably a year behind because that's why you know they have such advancements and a lot of things. I don't know. Uh, so why is the mostly used calendar in the world so inconsistent in the length of months, and why is February stuck with the fewest number of days? Blame it on Roman superstition. Stay with me, guys. The Gregorians, the Gregorians calendar, oldest ancestor, the first Roman calendar, had a glaring difference in structure from its later variants. It consisted of 10 months rather than 12. 10 months. Jesus. In order to fully sync the calendar with the lunar year, Ah, Jesus. The Roman king Numa Pompilius? (coughs) The Roman king Numa Pompilius added January and February to the original 10 months. Hold on a second. This dude just added fucking two months just because he can. Alright, before I continue, uh, this is just the definition of just because I can, I can't. No reason. He's like, ah, you know what? Ah, just add a couple months. Not like, hey, let me add a couple days. Nah, let's just add, let's just increase this calendar size by, what is it, 17.5%, whatever the hell, is it 20%? The previous calendar had six months of 30 days and four months of 31. So in case you're a little confused, that's basically 10 months. Six months of them had 30 days, four of those had 31. Cool. For a total of 304 days. So the original calendar, which was 10 months, had 304 days. You know what? Sounds pretty reasonable. Which basically, if you did the math and they went by the yearly cycle, Type of thing. A lot of our birthdays would be different because you've been born at various times. And if you were born in fucking January and February, you probably would have been born in a lot of different other months. That's basically what I'm getting from this. Okay. However, Numa wanted to avoid having even numbers in his calendar, as Roman superstition at the time held that even numbers were unlucky. Jesus, excuse my coughing. I'm fucking breathing at my job. He subtracted a day from each of the 30-day months to make them 29. The lunar year consists of 355 days. 
354.367 to be exact, but calling it 354 would have made the whole year unlucky. Which meant that he now had 56 days left to work with. Imagine having 56 days left to throw on a calendar. In the end, at least one month out of the 12 needed to contain an even number of days. This is, and this is all purple highlight, this is because of simple mathematical fact. The sum of even, of any even amount, and uh, parentheses 12 months of odd numbers will always equal an even number and he wanted the total to be odd so Numa chose February a month that would be host to Roman rituals honoring the dead as the unlucky month that consists of 28 days which also reminds me isn't like the alcohol program isn't like a 28 day program <coughs> like when you go to rehab they have the 28 day program Maybe it's connected. I don't know. The Romans are connected to everything. People worry about the Jews and stuff controlling. It seems like the Romans literally controlled the fucking days, the months, and literally dictated how old you are. Because if it's 10-month cycles, you're actually a lot older than you are. You might as well multiply it by five, if I had to guess, because of the two-month difference, however long you've been on this earth. Uh... And the Romans are just fucking cunts. <laughs> um, but yeah. Despite changes in the calendar, as it was altered after Numa's additions, additions, alterations that include a shortening of February at certain intervals, the addition of a leap month, and eventually the modern leap day. February. February's 28-day length has stuck. So basically, moral of all this shit is, is um, this guy, Numa, he's like, hey, I got this calendar for you guys. And he's like, ah, the only problem is we can't have it end on even days. He's like, hey, how about you just, if you're so worried about the even day mark, just add a day. Just make it 3.05. But apparently, even number. (coughs) 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 I hate myself. God, this is why I was afraid the pod today. Fucking coughing like a bitch. Uh, Apparently, even number is the worst thing in the world. To this guy, apparently, even numbers are unlucky in the Roman, you know. Because of honoring the dead. So it's like, eh, we'll honor the dead in the least amount of days, I guess, right? All of this. So this dude literally added two months. 56 days to be exact. Because he added days and moved them around in months or whatever, which... I didn't know that's how the solar system worked because of their lunar eclipse. That's what they're trying. They're basically trying to keep the seasons together without keeping the seasons together. And like, ah, you know, we'll just move this day here, move that day there. Like he basically had full control of what he wanted to do with the calendar. And he's just like, oh, he he like freaked out. Just add two fucking months. We got to do it. And we got to make it where it's an odd number. I don't know about you guys, but the best years of my life have always been my even ages. So I don't know where this unlucky don't. It seems like the odd numbers are the most unlucky in my personal experience. Odd numbers, when I pay for things, always make me feel uncomfortable. Just does like you know what when when you go when you go uh when you go to fucking Target or you go to these stores they're like would you like the Roundup the St Jude's even though St Jude's is kind of a scam whatever you know what you don't say round it up to three eighty seven you're like now nah, round it up to four bucks it's like oh your total was three dollar twenty seven cents would you look or would you like to round up 
It's like, yeah, you just round up to the nearest dollar. You don't get precise and put an odd number. You don't put $4 at one cent. This dude, Noma Papalunas, whatever the fuck his name is, was just like, yeah, let's just add January and February. No big deal. Think about it. If if he didn't make that change, we would go from December to March. Think about that for a second. (laughs) It just goes to show that sometimes we like to romanticize. We like to sit here and romanticize the beauty of creation and how things come together. We think like... Oh my god, like when it came to Ben Franklin and the creating the Declaration of Independence, we like think like they just came in a room like we had enough and all this shit and we all all the smartest people in that time, they got in a room and they're like, fuck it, we gotta do it. And they came and just had to do it when reality it was probably just like, you know what? We should probably I don't know, it'd be kinda cool if we just kinda like made a document. And just wrote a pointless piece of paper where we all just declare, this is America. Right, Childish Gambino? And it's probably not that glamorous. It probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Hey, you know what? Let's just write a piece of paper. We're independent. And then everyone will think we're independent. Well, not Ukraine. Oh, Jesus. A little too much there. (laughs) I don't like to get into real life issues here. I try to avoid that at all costs. But since I'm having a life issue in my fucking throat right now, where I can't even fucking speak, where I'm trying to resist the cough, it just seems like, I'll I'll just say this from afar, it's kind of like Anthony Jeselnik's joke about Anytime there's some national tragedy or there's some mass shooting or so, all my condolences with whoever. And it's all these people posturing, I stand with Ukraine, I stand with Ukraine. And if you you support Ukraine, obviously, that's great. But all these people saying, I stand with Ukraine, they didn't give a fuck about Ukraine before all this. Ukraine probably never crossed your mind. Reality is, you probably couldn't point Ukraine off a map if they showed that whole area of Russia and all the countries around it and they didn't label it, you would not be able to label Ukraine. You know what? I'm not going to hold you to a geography test. All I'm saying is stop saying I stand with Ukraine. If if you were actually standing in Ukraine on a regular day where all this war and shit is not happening, especially not with all this war shit happening, you would be like, holy shit, I can't stand Ukraine. And the fact... All these people, I stay with Ukraine. It's all these people posturing. Don't even get me started on, and plenty of commentary channels to cover this, so I don't need to get into that lady. I don't know if she's an actress or whatever, or just some random girl that posted her doing a fucking, the quote unquote, spoken word poem about, oh, Putin, don't do this. This is wrong. It's like, yeah, because your fucking poem of Putin, of all the things, he has shown an office. Like, first of all, this isn't something that just happened in the past week where he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. He didn't just wake up and like, I'm doing it today. This has probably been an objective ever since the day, however long he's been in that position of any type of power. And God forbid it's like, ah, you know what got to me? You know what got to me? Some Beautiful blonde American white girl with the beautiful with the beautiful flowery hair with the with the nice aesthetic of a background that got to me saying Putin no while he's just fucking sending his troops out there killing thousands of people in Ukraine and Ukraine retaliating. And you think your poem was going to save the fucking day. Like it's the preamble. 
or like as a Star Spangled Banner. Like you really think like after this whole ordeal when in Ukraine or when we have all-star games or when we have any sporting event instead of the national anthem, you know what? Let's just play let's just play this woman's fucking poem. Cuz you know what? Putin will be like this is what saved Ukraine. This is what saved this is what saved the whole I think people were saying World War Three before it happened. I don't think it's World War Three, but it's definitely. Hopefully, it looks like it's kind of dying down, but shit still happening. I'm not very well versed. I kind of understand why it's all happening. It's not. It's kind of like pointless to be pretty frank about it from Russia's standpoint. But whatever. The fact that this lady, this is why I don't. This is why I'm not gonna make a video. To I know I could put. Ukraine in the title and it would get automatic decent amount of views just because it's the biggest fucking story in the world right now deservingly so on YouTube and everything anything that posts Ukraine and like set I saw a video where they were showing uh they were having like uh it was like a satellite cam showing a bear of trucks and stuff from Russia like 50 miles away from Ukraine now this was like earlier today but on the video, it was seven. It was posted seven hours ago, and already have four and a half million views. And it wasn't even from a big news channel. They already had hundreds of thousands of subscribers. It was like from a channel that had like a thousand subscribers. So yeah, I know I could post that and capitalize on people actually dying for fucking views. But the fact that a lot of people that are posting about this shit, they not really report the news or show it like the video I watch. But for someone to be like my input on a situation that I am 10,000 miles away from and have never come close to even being associated with anything Russian or Ukrainian. Now, flashback, I actually once worked with a Russian. He he was like 18 or 19. I worked at him at one place. Do own guns. Not that that's relevant, but he owned guns uh, in his trunk. Well, something about a something about an AK with a Camry. It's kind of odd combo, but kind of respect. But he was actually he you know in America like I think he moved to America like twelve or thirteen. He lived here for a while, right? And he actually ended up uh, enrolling into the military, the American the U.S. military, the fight for America. I don't know, I haven't been in touch with him. I don't know what his thoughts are on this shit, right? But, well, I probably have a good idea what his thoughts are, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, I, I think it kind of gets into how leadership and, not to get too serious here, but it kind of uh, dict, well, when it comes to these dictatorships, when it comes to these countries that are led by these people, that we view from other countries that have democracy and freedom, we view like, oh my God, it's so obvious how much of a piece of shit, how terrible he is and everything. Like, this would never happen in America, right? I was like, well, I mean, kind of, uh, whatever. But you also got to understand when you were literally born and raised and bred in that, that is normal. Like, you don't question your leader, for better or worse. They have full faith in their leader. <coughs> and I remember, because, you know, I, I didn't talk to him about politics or really anything about Russia like that, but, I mean, he was an I like, he was like, no, you guys, like, speaking of Americans, you guys are the ones that have this shit fucked up. Putin's the one that knows, he's like, Putin knows Putin's a great leader, right? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Just my observation. It sounds like, eh, I don't don't know if I can coincide with that. He's like, trust me. The way you guys have shit operating here, there's no real structure. There's no real leadership. Like, you guys, and of course, he's like, anytime like a foreigner comes from one of these countries where it's like extreme dictatorship and extreme type of, uh, Extreme type of power from very one individuals. They look at our country like you guys are bitching about fucking nothing. And you guys have no real leadership. And you guys will 
crumble like Chips Ahoy little cookies. That's the way they look at. And he, in his view, Putin is the man. Putin is like, fun fun fact in the article when I was going through a rabbit hole some shit, there was actually this theory of Alexander the Great, right? They're like, there's something about his death that is mysterious from observations because, of course, there's no video recording at 324 B.C. You know why? Because it was 324 B.C. And I don't trust anything before B.C. Because they didn't really even paint things. In. They didn't have stuff to paint or nothing. It's only just trust us. It happened, right? Imagine, imagine something where it's like trust us. Just trust us. And believe that we're, what we're doing. And believe in what we're saying. Just saying. Uh, Alexander the Great. On his deathbed. He died, right? And six days later. You know how typically like you, if someone dies. Their body decomposes. Their whole body starts fucking up and shit. Bloated. Starts shitting the bed. Literally. That did not happen. They said... He was dead, but his body was just like, you know, Snow White. Just sleeping. Just sleeping. (coughs) I'm so fucking sorry for the coughing. I can't fucking help it today. And the interesting part about his death is that. Was that? And that the only explanation that the surroundings and the quote-unquote witnesses said is that he must be a god. That was the great explanation they came to. His body doesn't decompose like the rest of us. He's a god. And that's how Russia really views Putin. When he dies, whenever he dies... His body won't decompose them. People also got to remember. Hitler in Germany. Not trying to compare the two. I mean I guess you kind of could. For different reasons. But people. People want to make it like. Germany. Well not people make it like. You got to make. You got to understand that Hitler. During his reign. It wasn't like 90% approval. But it was a lot more approval than not approval. With, and there was, and everyone in the country knew what was happening. And it was just like, yeah, this is, we trust, we trust Hitler. That's how they operated. Germany wasn't this thing where it wasn't like 8% approval rating and the rest of everyone hates what he's doing. People were on board because they trusted his vision. Because they've been blinded. It's kind of like when, you know, my thing with like religion and stuff, and I'll say this over and over, when it comes to religion and power, religion really is, can be like a form of dictatorship or power in the sense of if you were born and grown into it, it's really hard to really be able to identify and think for yourself what really is right or wrong. Not to get too real here. You know, it takes that ability for you to think for yourself. And that's what dictators, that's what these people in these powerful positions do. Is that they want to take the ability for you to think out of your hands. And they'll do it for you. And there is no freedom of speech there. It was like, there was like all the, I remember there was like a recent, it was like literally the past couple days. In Russia, they all went to the, in front of the, they, they all went in front of, like, I guess it was, like, the Russia building, their capital area. And, like, yeah, these protesters went out there and they got arrested. Like, legitimately arrested, thrown in jail. And it's like, yeah, wh- what did you think was going to happen? You're protesting Putin. This man, you know, this man is the definition of does not give a single fuck. This man does not care. And that part where I will say he is kind of Hitler-like is that he does not care. 
And I would say, honestly, a little bit more dangerous on different levels. Um, but, but the bigger point is, you know, the situation with the Russian guy that I worked with, it, it's an example, and I've seen it with other people from different places, where the way their government democracy or lack thereof runs, uh, communists, depending on where they're from, is that they truly believe in their leader blindly. It's that unconditional like love, that attachment that you don't question us. Like the beautiful thing about America is we can question, question. And it's honestly, you should always question because if you don't question, they're going to turn into these same people that try to overtake to these extreme levels. Even with our uh, P's and Q's in place, even with our uh, was it balances of power in place? I'm trying to think of the correct term, but checks and balances in place. Even with the checks and balances we have in government infrastructure to to negate anything even close to this type of power of happening, we still see where people can find ways to navigate in different fields of government. You see on the smallest, you see on the biggest, and everything in between. And when when you talk to people in these countries, you'd be surprised that most believe in their leader. And they believe in their leader because there's no option to not believe in your leader. <laughs> you know, I'm not being funny when I say it, but I don't know how else to say it. Um, is we're here. Bro, like you can have, there could be an 8% approval of who's in office right now. Of anyone who's ever been in office. And you can have all these polls in the media shitting on who's president, who's secretary of state, who's this position, who's that position. And it's all fair. It's all fair game. Media, political media here is literally like sports. It's literally another avenue where billions and billions of dollars are made a year to just talk about the shit on tv on media and we have over there their political television isn't about hey do we approve of putin's policy on this do we approve of this it's you know uh I'm pretty sure Putin makes a decision. We just need to trust our leader. We just need to understand that, you know what? He sees the bigger picture. That is for the betterment of protecting our beautiful country and territory. And we're getting Ukraine fucking back. Not being funny about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going on there. Like, it's really like the local... Like, if you ever watch your local news and the, and the homerism... And shit on a lot of things. It's like alright. Like I see what's going on here. It's like local sports and stuff. Like oh the Braves. You know the Braves can do no wrong. It's like oh this is a year. Like oh. Like anytime you listen to a local market. uh, To a baseball game or a basketball game. The commenters every time. Like in a basketball game. Anytime the home. uh, The home uh, announcing team. Anytime. Their players are fouled. It's like, oh my god, how do you miss that call? Anytime they foul, oh, come on, that was ticky-tack. You know, you, you just don't do that in this situation. as It's all this homerism. There's very little objectivity in most markets. And it's really like Russia media, I'm going to assume, is a lot like that. When you're watching your hometown basketball team on Fox Sports South or Fox Sports West or the Comcast Sports Network for the Lakers. Like it's just going to be a lot of homerism. Because those markets are literally attached to the hip of that team providing the service for them to provide a service to us. Meaning, what if that business wanted to just be like, what if that TV station, like, you know what? Or what if that basketball team's like, you know what? We don't want it next year. We're not. 
we're not letting you air our games. Russia, I'm pretty sure there's more serious consequences, but you're basically going to play nice with the people that cast your checks. You're going to play very nice, but like if you if you know anything about how basketball teams work for the home and out, like literally the owners, literally the NBA, literally the NBA league approves who is on the halftime shows on national TV, like on ESPN, Fox Sports. They can they can say we don't want this person on the halftime show. We don't want this person commentating game. And guess what that and guess what that uh, media company is going to do? We got you as they're spreading their cheeks. We got you NBA. We got you, and we're airing this in Russia and China. Um, <coughs> but you got to understand the point of view that most people in those residents and in these places, they really believe what their leader is doing, even if they don't necessarily know the reason. They just stand behind them. And you got to understand, because when you grow up in that, you were literally taught not to question, not to infiltrate, not to even for an ounce. If you even think about why this could potentially be wrong, we're sending you to conversion therapy. Not like that type, but of, hey, they might just whack the fuck out of you. Maybe like a Jason Bourne movie where they put you in an interrogation room and just beat the living fuck out of you. These countries don't play. Putin don't give a fuck. And honestly... People got to remember that during Hitler's reign, he was not the most disapproved person. It was a lot. It was slightly more than 50-50. That means that there was an acknowledgement that this shit's fucked up. Beyond fucked up. But a little bit more than not, we're just like, what are you going to do? Imagine if that happened in a current climate today. The Holocaust. Imagine if the American... Well, we do... American does have their history with uh, really bad things when it comes to enslaving people for their thoughts, beliefs, ethnicity, uh, colored. We do have a history. So I guess, you know what? America's probably... We've caught our digs that we... We really just extended that for centuries. Well, not a century, decade. Well, no, centuries. Yeah, centuries is the right word. <laughs> but I, all I'm going to say is for one, for people that keep talking about this stuff, and I'm not speaking from, I'm trying to get too specific on politics and shit here because I don't even really think this is politics. This is. Hey, man, this is like a version or really of war. You just shoot missiles here and there, taking out your spots, which honestly, I was talking to a friend about this. Um, I think it was like a little, it was like the first day or two of all this shit happened. And I talked to a few people that day when I was working on stuff, a few people came in to where I was my spot. I like to call it my spot. Ooh, just like that. The spot. Ooh, just like that. And. I was talking with an older gentleman, and I was talking to someone more of my age. And, you know, it was a very enlightening conversation of the two different perspectives of age group. And it, it was really like, the person in my age group was like, bro, like, this shit is like, holy fuck. And the older gentleman was like, you know, I feel like I've seen this movie a thousand times in different ways. And what open and what I was discussing with the older guy who I we really got a little bit deeper. I wouldn't say we like went, you know, knuckle deep in it. Jesus, this pod turned way too serious. I did not want to talk about Ukraine and Russia the whole fucking time. But uh it really, you know, because I remember the first day, Russia, Putin, he be, I remember he attacked like a local airport, 
well, not local, but he attacked, he attacked at airport, he attacked, like, air, he attacked armed bases, he attacked locations, uh, I mean, he was just shooting missiles here and there, for one, that tells me, this one just on a whim, our attack here, here, <coughs> this was planned attacks that, hey, when this day comes, these are the spots we're going to hit them where it hurts, um, and I don't have all the spots on top of my head, but I remember a few of them. And it was just like, holy shit. People, people got like, this wasn't on a whim. This was just like, these people, they prepare for everything. And he is not afraid to, no pun intended, go nuclear. <laughs> and he was like, all these spots, like they hit him with her. And it really, it really opened my eyes, right? In America's silence in terms of the government. Was very deafening. Joe Biden, in a lot of ways, didn't really. Uh, I remember he did a news. It was like a press conference that day or the day after, where there was a reporter at the White House basically grilling him, like, "Hey, some about the Swift deal. Like they have a Swift type of alliance type of deal about some. I don't know the specifics, but then he's like, "Hey, so you gonna do something here?" They're just kind of attacking you. He's like, well, we did everything we could because apparently they did something where they took some type of trade deal out. I don't know, whatever bullshit. But apparently they did something. But they didn't really do anything. It was very similar to uh, the NBA in China with Daryl Morey situation where he basically said, like, yeah, well, China... (laughs) Just stating the obvious, like, hey, you know what? What China does with child labor and slave and Nike is pretty fucked up. This was as he's a GM of a team. And LeBron and the whole league was like, hey, man. I don't know, you know, how much money we get from China. Same with the movie business. A lot of money comes from China. That's why the whole thing with, like, John Cena. Apparently, he called Taiwan a country, but China doesn't look at Taiwan as a country. They basically look at them as kind of like a Ukraine, like, hey, if we were to ever want to take you, we could. Do you see how small you are? Do you see how big we are? And we're fucking China. Honestly. And he had to apologize for even acknowledging their country, even though they are a country. Which is kind of dumb that I have to apologize for being right geographically. What kind of fucking world is that? You couldn't point Ukraine out of a map, but no one's saying anything that Taiwan is literally on the map. I'm the map. Um, it's a. Uh, it just goes to show the one hypocrisy of a lot of shit, and it's stuff like this that makes me frustrated. This is why I don't talk. Even about this subject matter on this show. Because this is one, this often beats. It's supposed to be off. But, you know, some things even I have to at least kind of talk about. But I tell you what. The title of this pod's not going to be I Stand With Ukraine. Not because I don't stand with Ukraine. But because, one, too many people are fucking doing that. Two, you're lame as hell for saying that shit. Well, my condolences out for the people in Ukraine. Like, yeah, no shit. I'm gonna assume, unless you say, like, what are you gonna say? Actually, you know what? Fuck my condolences. You get none of it. It's like when you say send my condolences, should a percentage of your condolences go away? It's like the movie Yes Men, right? With Jim Carrey. Like, every time, like, he says, is it like every time he can't even say yet? Or all he can say is yes, he can't say the word no. Or it's like, uh, shit, what's that other movie? I can't think of it. What's that other movie where he literally, he's like on a word count. And once he exceeds those amount of words, he's dead. Or he's like gone, type of thing. And, you know, it's like, at a certain point, it's like... Shit, I forgot the whole fucking point I was on. Uh, Ukraine, yes, man. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, condolence. It's like, you know, at a certain point, if you're always semi-condolences to shit, at a certain point, don't you only have so many condolences to give? 
Isn't there a cap? A human level cap? I'm not saying I'm not saying you gotta be like, hey, sorry, I can't give it to you this time. You just be like, hey man, hope it gets better. You know, I don't know. I was I felt like I was trying to make a bigger point there that's not there. But look, it, it's a real sh- it's a real serious thing and it's a little well, not a little it's very out of my depth. And somehow this pod turned really too serious because I wanted to make it very lighthearted, but the February roses have withered away. It actually kind of sticks with the theme, believe it or not, for all the wrong reasons. Or as a nickelback would say for all the right reasons. Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh Um I don't know. All I would say, kind of my concluding thoughts on really situation Russia Ukraine type of thing. And really just you got to understand that these other countries other than us and by us I'm speaking like America and even Canada to different extent except even they're having trouble with their own prime minister. As a Drake would say, Trudeau, Trudeau. Ha <laughs> oh, jeez, that play on words was funny. Uh but it's uh yeah, it's uh these other countries just they're just they just operate different and I feel like sometimes when stuff of this severity happens when we're on our when we're in our own bubble in America and Canada really like kind of North America kind of in general when we live in our own bubble of a lot of shit and it's good because guess what it's a great fucking bubble there's nothing wrong with being in a bubble if you're happy in the bubble and you know they people could try to pop our American bubble all we want, but hey, man, we just keep blowing the bubbles, man. It's like a kid with that, you know, the little three dollar container with who knows what the fuck's actually in that. I feel like those bubble, not bubble machines, but the bubble, the bubble gallons. Where you put the thing, that's just nothing but profit. You know, all they put in there was like some water. And literally just like some mix of some shit. And they're like, five bucks. And it literally costs two cents to make that gallon. Whoever decided with this whole bubble thing, kids love it. It's all fun. Whoever's running this business model and company, you want to talk about real business, that is nothing but profit margins in the making. So easy to make. Some person can make that in their garage, make 10000 send it off to a bunch of Walmarts and Amazons, Kids buy the shit out of that. Cost twenty bucks to make all ten thousand, and then you're making like two hundred k in return. Like that's a fucking deal. But anyways, uh, call me Bubble Boy, <laughs> BB, <laughs> BB King Freestyle. Uh, but uh. Look, Russia, these other countries, we and we talk about, it's one thing to talk about things in school. It's one thing to talk about things on TV. It's one thing to talk about things just in passing, all stuff you read and this and that. But when you see it in action, you really get a bigger sense. I think I think what this situation really do, does is when people try to make... Uh, you ever have those people that try to make like how communism and Marxism is actually, it would actually be good for society and shit? Like, you have your ideas, of benef- there's benefits to a lot of different things. I'll take democracy all day, every day. I like to at least live in a place where I could do a fucking podcast. I couldn't do this podcast in Russia or Ukraine and sit here and say, yeah, this Putin guy... Some things I'm, I'm not sure I see the eye to eye with. And then they're just sitting there whacking me upside the head like it's Call of Duty World War. World at War. Is it oh, ain't that ironic. Uh, I guess you could say he's really a Putin me. Very compromising position. Hey, your name, not mine. Um, <laughs> oh, and by the way, since you want to these Americans send your condolences out. You know what? Go out there and go fight with these people that are trying to defend their turf land. Do it. 
You know, we got, you know, you know, I think is the biggest sign of like, there's people that don't have like, cool. I'm not a big believer that you got to have this homage. You got to have this just love for your land. This land is your land. This land is my land from California to the New York islands. It's, I don't know. It must not really make sense when you break down the lyrics. This land was made for you and me. And Russia's like Ukraine, your land was made for me. And for you, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Uh, but look, it's um, <sighs> these things, man. When you see when when you hear those people, when you see those dumb fucks that try to convince you Marxism wasn't that bad, communism wasn't that bad, and all this shit. Okay, you know what? You can have. Some economic extra benefits that maybe we don't have. Which, I don't know. I think we're thriving economically. If you just ignore the $20 trillion in debt and student debt that's out of this world. <coughs> Other than that, we're thriving. Um, you gotta be careful when you listen to these dumb fucks on a lot of shit. Because... You know what's also a byproduct of when you have communism shit? What you see now. Could you imagine, right, in present day? I know we have a hit, but I mean like present modern day. If America just like, uh, just went down to Mexico, you know, just, it would be kind of hard. Mexico is a pretty big place. But all right, let's think of a smaller scale. I'm literally thinking... Off the dome here. Uh, well, I guess we kind of did do that with Hawaii. I don't feel like Hawaii actually wants to be a part of America. I feel like America's like, come on, we need an even number. <laughs> Isn't funny how they were seeking even numbers while, you know, the fucking Roman calendar dude is like, we need odd days, we need odd days. And America's like, we need 50. It's like, we actually could have just stopped at 48. Still kept it even. Then we like, oh, Alaska, you know, this, we could benefit a lot agriculturally and pay people to live there. And they're like, ah, fuck it, Hawaii, come on. We got the fucking Rainbow Warriors. Um, hey, but we got Cole Brennan before he passed. But yeah, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to say. For all you fucking Americans, we're all staying with Ukraine. You know what? When America goes to war, actually, enter the military now. Because these, because they're celebrities, there are people in prime positions in other countries. The Klitschko brothers. <coughs> the one, actually, yeah, I mean, he was already like kind of a former, he was a former person, but he enrolled back into the army to be in this war or to be in this tiff, whatever you want to call it. He's out there with guns and shit. A dude who made millions of dollars boxing is like, he actually has pride in his country and all that. And I don't necessarily believe you got to have all that. But if you were going to be out here, be like, I stand with Ukraine. You know what? Go over there. They're probably taking open applications for people to defend their country. Go ahead. Travel. What's stopping you? That's why when I hear, when I hear people have this fake pride and have all this shit, it's cool. I'm not someone that has all this great pride, and I'll be the first to admit it. Like, it's not that I don't have pride in my country, but, you know, I just don't really, like, it's like, all right, like, it's here. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and have the flag out on my porch, but it's, uh, like, at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, this place sucks. Like, yeah, I don't know. It allows me the freedom to do shit I like to do. Now, I appreciate that a lot. And a lot of these other countries wouldn't be able to do what I do. Russia doesn't have a podcast chart. At least not one from, you know, where mine can make it. Um, and by the way, if anyone in the Ukraine's listening to my pod, I'm, I'm just going to tell you now, I feel like your priorities are fucked up. <laughs> <coughs> imagine if someone's def- Imagine if, like, someone's dying, the last thing they listened to was my fucking voice talking. While they're out there battling. Just listen to me. You know what? 
moment of silence for that person. And they're dead. But yes, uh, it's a. It's just I, 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 I do think this is one of those things where there's a difference between textbook and actually making it happen. It's like if you're learning to play an instrument, you can read all the instruments, you still have to pick up the instrument. There's one thing when you, you still have to pick up the instrument and listen to see if it sounds good. I think that's what a lot of people realize about a lot of this other shit that's not democracy. Uh, it's like, oh, hmm. Uh, it's one of those things that sounds good on paper, right? Because it's like when you get in the political part, it's like, if you're this, you believe X, Y, and Z. And if you're this, you believe X, Y, Z. It's like, well, what if I'm someone that like, I don't know. And they're like, well, then none of us can back you. You're a piece of shit. It's like, all right, I guess I'm a piece of shit. And there's a difference between translate. It's these things. How does it translate in the real life? These type of life, these type of uh, structures in government, these type of philosophies that these government structures typically abide by. On paper, people like to vote. Well, actually, their economy is proficient. People are better and more productive. They don't have homelessness. <coughs> it's like, yeah, there's also expectations from their citizens that when shit hits the fan, you're required to be part of that shit hitting the fan. Like, they, uh, like, bro, like, it's, it's a free-for-all. There, man. If you're going to be real about it. Here, man, you're protected so much by the government in a lot of ways. I know people don't want to hear that. And I was talking to a friend about this the other day, too. Is that... Because we were talking about banks, right? And I've ran about banks. You guys know my relationship with banks. It's pretty here and a whole lot of there. But one thing you can't say is that if your money... Your money is protected in their account. Meaning, if someone steals your credit card, which is really their money, don't worry. They're going to make sure they get that money back. Now, if it's your debit card, they may do a quote-unquote investigation and be like, hey, your sister stole kind of 200 bucks from you. Nice try there, bud. Like, shit. Got him. But, you, you, your money is as protected as it can be if it legitimately gets stolen or fucked over. <laughs> They're protected with the $250,000 type of shit. And I forgot where I was going with this. God damn it. All right. But pretty much, yeah, look, man, it's a free for all out there. You are protected here in a lot of ways. That's what you're protected here by banks, by governments, infrastructure. To where you have the freedom to not have to enter war. Where you have the freedom, where you don't have to deal with what what Muhammad Ali literally fought. Isn't it funny? The same thing Muhammad Ali fought for and sacrificed years of his prime in boxing for a bigger cause. Now, it would be insane if you were forced to enter the military on your own merit. Like, if some massive World War III legitimately happened, and they just start scooping us up by hundreds of thousands of men and women extra, because they need extra. You're just at work one day, and they're like, hey, this uh, 16 hours cool and all, but want to go get shot in the face for a pension? Yeah, sounds like a great deal. Uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, imagine the same thing that he literally fought for, so no one else would have to be a part of, if they didn't want to participate. That used to be mandatory. You had to enter the draft, and if you didn't fulfill with it, you basically couldn't get a job. You couldn't vote. Your whole identity as a person was basically irrelevant. 
It took someone with the celebrity, you know, and I say that with grace when I say Muhammad Ali. It took someone with the celebrity. It took someone with power. It took someone with say in something where people would actually listen because he was so already undeniably great at what he was. And they're like, hey, we're taking this away from you people. And they're like, whoa, whoa, hey, we like watching this guy. What's the reason? Oh, so it took that situation for people like, oh, this whole draft thing's kind of, I don't well, you know, maybe we can make exception for Muhammad Ali. It's like, eh. And it took that for people to be like, huh. Now, I do believe if there was some massive emergency, I still technically think America could, like, kind of make that draft thing. Like, hey, look, I know we said the draft thing ain't really a thing, but it is. <laughs> it's happening. And. You can't do nothing about it. You're coming with us to Ukraine, and you'll be on a crane, and you'll be on a crane. This is honestly one of the most boring pods I've ever done. Coughing, sneezing like a motherfucker, but we learned February. We learned why February is short, because some dude just wanted to add a couple fucking months and fit in a Down Syndrome month in there. And come on, come on, get down. It's like literally like when you're forced to kind of like put shit together last minute. That's what February is. It's like, man, we can't even get a full month. It's like, ah, it's like a seven month. It's basically like, could you imagine just that like seven month pregnancy? That'd be kind of wild. It's basically like, hey, this is going to fuck up women's cycles and you know, menstruation and all this shit, like, you would literally, if you're a woman pregnant, you would literally be pregnant for literally the whole fucking year, well, you'd be pregnant for like eight and a half, nine months, and then you would have two weeks to actually celebrate that same calendar year with your kid, it's kind of weird, literally the same day you conceived, the day that you just let them get in them gutty inyards. It's literally today. He's probably going to... The baby's going to come out of it. Crazy. It's crazy how the beautiful science of anatomy work. But I guess that is how the February roses have withered away. And there's going to be a lot of roses months from now in the Ukraine. Rest in peace to those who listen to this pod while doing so. I stand with you, Ukraine. I know I said I wouldn't say that, but I felt like if you couldn't read all that in between the lines, I felt like that's a you problem. (laughs) Yeah, look, man, stop fucking with these big-ass countries with big-ass artillery. And honestly, I think this opens eyes for America. I think what really, honestly, what really opened my eyes is that they had direct spots with their armed missiles. We're going here, 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 and they hit all those spots. You don't think they have already our location spotted out if we ever get in a little tiff? Why do you think, you know, honestly, thank God for our government not, like, pressing on fire line. Because Putin might have been like, hey, I know, like, we're launching 50 missiles at Ukraine right now. But, hey, he's going to call their base like, hey, send one to America real quick. You know, send them a message. Because the last time they got hit, they uh, cried like a bitch. Um that's probably the way he thinks about it. But, like, we got hit one massive time in the recent past 20-plus years. And our whole country came together. Our whole our airport says everything changed and how we move as a society and everything. Always on edge about shit. And to think, like, chances are Russia, China, any moment, they have like nine spots in our country they can hit at once that can hit us hard and hit us in the places that they know hurt us. Hit landmarks, hit armed buildings, hit armed bases. Like, if you don't think that, you're fucked up. Now, do we have great military? Of course. But all the money for military is just funded in between our three countries, us, China, and Russia. We just basically cycle the money around. We all have all the fucking shit. It's just about who wants to play. Chucky's here. Oh, Jesus. Putin's basically Chucky. 
very, very scary. Except I don't know. What would be scary if you woke up the poo next to your bed? Poor Chucky. Wouldn't want to be the bride of that. But not. And that is why the February roses have withered away. Short month, but nothing short of expectations. Nothing short of uh, news. Nothing short of holy shitness. And although this pod sucked because I don't like talking too serious about shit, but hey, I don't do things for views or plays. I do things because it plays. And I'm kind of tired. My throat is fucking coughing. Thank God I do three or four of these a week for you guys. But I want to say as I was touching my balls half the pod, I don't know why I said that out loud. No one's going to be at this point anyways. If you listen to this point, I do question your priorities in life if you're listening at this point. But yes, um, February roses February roses have withered away. And that is episode one eighteen of the Often Beat with Clint Nelson pod. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow the podcast on all apps, and most importantly, suck some titties and enjoy your day. Um, yeah, enjoy your day, guys. Um. There's worse places. There's always worse places you can be, as I discussed later for this whole fucking pod. So yeah. Oh, and by the way, not anyone made this part, but like I said, beginning pod. I appreciate the constant and crazy growth the past couple weeks. These episodes are really starting to gain traction. It's like, see if you just just a little shout out to the potters out there. Even when you start out and you're not getting play, you just keep putting shit out because once you get a couple that hit, people start looking through your shit and all your old ones start coming like, like, oh, algorithm, like, oh, this is, oh, wow, I like this. And you'll just start getting an effect. So, all right, guys, have a great day. Enjoy your Monday or Tuesday whenever the fuck this comes out, depending on how quick I upload. So, yeah. That is the end of the pod. And this is where I stop pressing record. And my ignorance is still showing. Still showing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I talked an hour about something I know very little about. It says a lot about me.